Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Vitalis for well-groomed hair and Truchet, the beforehand lotion, bring you Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. <laughs> Say, men, here's a way to lick the problem of dry, unruly hair. Hair dried out by sun, wind, and water. It's with Vitalis and the famous 60-second workout. No hair preparation can give your scalp and hair better protection than Vitalis and the 60-second workout. For the Vitalis formula contains two of the same ingredients that many skin specialists prescribe for dry, flaky scalps, plus all the other extras that make your hair more handsome, more healthy-looking. So try the Vitalis 60-second workout. Let it prevent scalp and hair dryness. Route flaky dandruff and give you the best-looking, healthiest-looking head of hair you ever had. You look your best tomorrow if you get a bottle of Vitalis today. Hello, Duffy's Tavern. Where do you leave? Meet Dee, aren't you? The man just speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Business? Uh, well, it's been a little slow all week, but I'm sure it'll pick up as soon as a customer comes in. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, the way it's been going, all we ever use the cash register for is a paperweight for the IOUs. <laughs> huh? From now on, everybody pays cash? But, Duffy, you can't do that. We can't treat our clientele that way. This is high-class people accustomed to charge accounts, people with backgrounds. These are second- and third-generation chiselers. <laughs> huh? I got to collect all outstanding IOUs? But, Duffy, how can I? Well, I can. Most of our customers is broke. You can't expect me to get blood out of a tulip. <laughs> huh? Okay, I'll do the best I can. Eddie. Uh, yes? Eddie, look, uh, <clears throat> how many dinners did we serve tonight? Let's see. You eaten yet? No. None. <laughs> that bad, huh? Yeah. Well, let me put it this way. You see that mouse over there nibbling at the free lunch? Yeah. The minute he reaches for a toothpick, the dinner rushes over. <laughs> okay, do you know our policy? No jokes about the free lunch. Also, we got another no policy. No more charge accounts. Duffy sore about the customers not paying their bills. Well, it ain't the customer's fault. What do you mean? Well, it's the way they were brought up. When other kids were learning the ABCs, the ones in this neighborhood was learning the IOUs. Well, irregardless of the reason, we've got to start collecting. Now, uh, hand me that box of IOUs there. Okay. Want to help me lift it? Okay, here, get hold of it now. Well, that takes care of the A's. 
get to the bees. Uh, incidentally, did you notice how systematic I got them boxes? Uh, read the labels, Eddie. Let's see. Won't pay. Refuses to pay. Never will pay. What about this one? What about it? Uh, no label. Oh, that's for the deadbeats. <laughs> Quite a system, you know. What about this one? The one labeled disregard. Oh, well, them is IOUs from guys six foot tall over 200 pounds. <laughs> uh, hey, Miss Duffy, come here. I want you to help check these IOUs. Oh, right? okay. Now, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, that was a sight lab. Let's see. Louis to Lush, 25 cents. One-eyed gold fob, 25 cents. Clancy to Cop, 25 cents. Herbie to Midget, 12 and a half cents. Uh, Miss Duffy, uh, render them gentlemen a statement, hmm? Oh, okay. Uh, what about this IOU from Grease Tub O'Rourke? The gourmet? Yeah. Uh, it's for $8.60. Oh, yeah, 8006 at the time he threw the big birthday party, yeah. Yeah, that was five years ago, and he hasn't been in since. I think we ought to sue him. Miss Duffy, a man that spends $8.60 in one night ain't the kind of customer who can afford to antagonize. <laughs> now, let's get to the next one here. Let's see, uh, Willie Schultz. Eight-course dinner, IOU 20 cents. <laughs> I think we're going to have trouble collecting that one. Why? He says we padded the bill. We did. Archie, look, the trouble with you is you're too soft. You let everybody take advantage of you. Maybe you're right. You know, to get along in business today, you've got to be tough and ruthless, you know? Give me one of them IOUs. No, okay. Uh, here's one from Light Finger Lynch. Light Finger Lynch. Yeah, that crumb. Give me the phone. I'm going to call him up. Maybe he's out. No, I'm pretty sure he's in. <laughs> Hello? I'd like to speak to Lightfinger Lynch. He can't come to the phone, huh? Well, look, Warden. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to alarm you, but I think it's only fair to warn you that you are harboring a criminal. <laughs> Sick of being nice to people. Uh, Miss Archie, that customer over there. What, the seedy looking guy? Yeah. He just finished a hamburger and he wants another one. So? He's got that IOU look in his eyes. <laughs> well, kick him out. But, Mr. Archie, he looked kind of shabby now. He looked like he could use a meal. Eddie, I tell you, you gotta be tough. Now, let me handle this. Uh, good afternoon, me good man. Uh. Me maitre d' here informs me that you uh, have ordered a XX hamburger. Have you got any dough? No, I'm broke. I thought so. Get out of here, you crumb. But, mister, I'm still hungry. So what? People without dough ain't got no business getting hungry. <laughs> here, let me help you to the door, me good man. And here's a little something to remember me by. Oh, oh, oh. Miss Archer, did you have to kick him? Well, sure, why not? Well, wasn't the hamburger punishment enough? <laughs> Eddie, the trouble with you is you're too soft. In this world, believe me, it's every man for himself. Dog eat dog and the devil take the hindmost. Uh, oh, what? Uh. <laughs> oh, hello, Finnegan. 
What can I do for you? I think I'll have a ham sandwich. Ham sandwich on what? On credit. <laughs> Sorry, Finnegan. We got a new policy. From now on, no more IOUs. Uh, no more what? IOUs. Look, I'm old enough. You don't have to spell in front of me. <laughs> Cut out the asinines, will you? And while we're on the subject, what? how about paying the 15 cents for that Parmesan cheese sandwich last week? Lodge, I'm broke. Well, then why did you eat the sandwich? What kind of a man are you, anyhow? You want to go through life not paying bills? What do you think people are going to say about you when you die? Probably the same thing they said about my Uncle Horace. What was that? Let's bury him. <laughs> Finnegan, stop trying to evade important issues with flippant quips. Now, uh... Pay me the 15 cents. Well, okay, I'll pay you. Good. Can you lend me 15 cents? Where am I going to get the 15 cents? Well, you always get it out of the cash register. Yeah, but how am I going to get the dough to put it back? I'll give you me IOU. You oh. see, then we'll all be even. We'll be even? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we would. Hey, wait a minute. What's the matter? That way we'd be clipping you for an extra 15 cents. How come? We only had one sandwich and we'd be holding two IOUs. Don't worry, Arch. I didn't hold the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, so it works out even, you see. But anyway, why do you make all this fuss about one little sandwich? It ain't the sandwich. It's the principle. There's a lot of people that's affected uh, economic-wise by that cheese sandwich. Oh. You see, cheese is made from milk. Yeah. Now, that milk has to come from a cow. Yeah. So, naturally, it is the farmer that owns the cow. Now, this farmer has a door. Uh, Arch, I don't like to stop you, but I just heard the story yesterday. <laughs> this is a different story. Oh, oh. Talking about economics now. Now, you see, the farmer's daughter, she milks the cow. Yeah. Then there's the man that has to deliver the milk to the market. And the man that uh, hodgemizes the milk into cheese. <laughs> all kinds of people. And there's uh, Al Jolson. And uh, hundreds of other people. Uh, how do you like that? <laughs> all them people making a living out of a sandwich I ain't even paid for. <laughs> you know, Finnegan, if you wasn't such an old friend, I'd be forced to ejaculate you. <laughs> Just like I threw out that bum a few minutes ago. I, uh, you threw a guy out? Yeah. Uh, I hope it wasn't the guy I heard about on the radio. What guy? Some millionaire that goes around dressed like a bum. You mean Bing Crosby? <laughs> Archie. Look, Archie, Finnegan's talking about J. Everett Poindexter. Jay Everett, who is he? Well, here, it's right here in the paper. He's a millionaire who goes around posing as a bum and hands out $1,000 bills. Whom to him? <laughs> to people who are kind to him. People who help others less fortunate than themselves. Hmm, Jay Everett Poindexter, huh? The art. Uh, yeah? How does a guy get to be a bum? Well, uh, first he gets married. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Jay Everett Poindexter. Uh, look, is getting married the only way to become a bum? Well, no. A guy can start as a panhandler, a vagrant, a 
A hobo? Radio comedian? Yeah. (laughs) Of course. Eddie, you wasn't at Libin, was you? (laughs) J. Everett Poindexter. Uh, Archie, what's the difference between a bum and you? He gets paid. Attaboy, Eddie, she thought she had you. Uh, Arch, I hate to pursue this subject, but does one have to go to college to become a bum? Well, not necessarily, but it helps. Then again, why all this sudden interest about bums? Uh, Well, Art, as you know, for some time I've been dabbling in unemployment. Yes? Now I'm thinking of making it a profession. Now, Finnegan, you wouldn't want that kind of a life. No, that ain't for you. Nah, you gotta live outdoors all the time. Yeah, depend on people to give you free clothes and meals. <laughs> Don't have no job. No regular hours. Nobody to tell you what to do. Eddie. Yeah, I wonder when we could join up. <laughs> oh, what's the use of dreaming? Jay Everett Poindexter... Miss Duffy, you say he poses as a bum and gives away a thousand dollars. Eddie, that bum I threw out, it might have been Jay Everett Poindexter. Finnegan, quick, we've got to get the guy back. Go out and round up every bum you can find and tell him that I'm inviting to come down here. Okay, Arch, but what if they refuse the invitation? Well, just tell them we're holding open house at Duffy's Tavern. Well, make up your mind. You want him to come or don't you? <laughs> Cut the wisecracks, Eddie. Now get going, Finnegan, quick. Oh, hello, Arch. Oh, hello, Joe. Glad to see you. We're holding open house here at the tavern. Open house? Yeah. You mean the ceiling's caved in again? <laughs> this is a different kind, Joe. You see, I got a new slant on things. I, I want the joy of helping others, the satisfaction of unselfish generosity, the, the pleasure of charity for charity's sake. Uh, the thrill of getting a thousand bucks. <laughs> Eddie, the farthest thing from me mind was J. Everett Poindexter. Hey, who's he, Arch? He's a millionaire that goes around handing out dough to people that, uh, that does good for other people, see? An eccentric. Oh. Oh, really? Well, I'll see you later, Arch. Where are you going? To find that millionaire. If he's looking for people that help others, what's wrong with me? You mean... Certainly. I help a lot of women. Sounds interesting. Tell me about it, Joe. I help women every week when I tell them that for the softest, smoothest, loveliest hands, they should use Truche, the beforehand lotion. What greater help could you give a woman than to tell her about a hand lotion like Truche that she can put on beforehand, before she does dishes, before she does light laundry, so her hands will be protected even in that hot, soapy water? And what greater help could you get from a hand lotion than to be able to use it not only beforehand, but any time. Any time you need a creamy, softening lotion. Truly, anyone who wants to help herself to smoother, softer, lovelier hands should begin today to use Truche. You know, Joe, listening to that talk about Truche just gave me an idea. You know, if Poindexter gives me that thousand bucks, you know the first thing I'm going to do? What? Buy a set of earplugs. Uh, well, Arch, boy, I got a flock of them Yeah, huh? You round up all the bums in the neighborhood? Yeah, and there's one guy I think must be that millionaire, that Poindexter No kidding? Yeah, I was watching him pick up cigar butts Yeah? This guy didn't pick one up unless it had a Cadillac tire mark on it <laughs> Well... All we can do is hope. Yeah. Uh, where did you find all these guys? Then? Oh, down to the Bowery. 
the docks and the city dump and the lobby of the Ritz. <laughs> what was you doing at the Ritz? Looking for strays. <laughs> but uh, how could you tell the gentleman from the bums? Oh, no, Daisy. I just walk up to a guy and say, Hey, you big bum. Yeah? If he sucked me, I knew he was a gentleman. <laughs> oh. But I certainly did a good job for you, Art. Uh, swell. Uh, what'd you finally wind up with? One black eye, two front teeth, and 14 bums. Yeah, huh? Tell me something, Mr. Archie. When these bums come in for the handout, what are we going to use for food? The same food that people eat here every night. Uh, by the way, is there any left? Food or people? <laughs> Look, Eddie, if it's good enough for the rest of the bums that come to this place, it's good enough for them bums. Now, uh, <clears throat> let's see. How can we make them feel at home? Uh, tell you what, uh... Put a sign out in front, uh, hobo spoken here. <laughs> now, let's see, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, Eddie, uh, what can we do to make the place look like a boxcar? Yeah, put it on wheels. <laughs> hey, hey, Arch, look, here come the bums in now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at him. Look at him, Eddie, what do you think? Well, they certainly add tone to the place. <laughs> you ain't kidding, you know. One of them bums may be J. Everett Poindexter himself. Eddie. Yeah? Uh, that uh, tall, distinguished bum over there. The one with the cardboard vest and the plug hat. Uh, yeah. Sort of bump into him and see if he jingles, huh? <clears throat> hey, wait a minute. First, I'll address him. Uh, gentlemen, uh, welcome to Duffy's Tavern, where I hope you will find a safe and friendly haven from the cares and stripes of this unfriendly world. Uh, for this, I had to leave a nice shady spot in the gutter. <laughs> I hope you gentlemen will accept our fine, unselfish gesture in the spirit... Hey, Bodie, air in this place. What about it? Where are you hiding the goat? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're right. Uh, the atmosphere does seem a trifle putrefied. Uh, <laughs> Eddie... Please close the door to the icebox. <clears throat> I can't. We need the light. <laughs> Look, cut the gap. Where's the food? Coming right up. Uh, Eddie, fetch this gentleman a hamburger while I test out to see which one is Poindexter. Uh, tell me, sir, not that I wish to be subtle, but uh, do you ever smoke expensive cigars like Corona Coronas? Partly. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, uh, do you like the V-type overshaft drive on the new Cadillac? I don't know. I've been traveling on my private car on the Santa Fe. <laughs> yeah, huh? Sir, uh, I wonder if we have any important friends in common. Well, I know your boss. You're a friend of Duffy's? Yeah. I guess I was wrong. The guy's a bum. <laughs> hey, Doc, where's the hamburger? Uh, coming right up, sir. Uh, Eddie, I tell you what. Uh, you talk to that guy while I talk to this one, see? Okay. Excuse me, sir. What line of business are you in? Well, up until last month, I had a steady job at the Fulton Fish Market. After that, I became a bum. Fish Market, huh? Uh, how long did you work at the market? Uh, Eddie. Eddie, did I hear the word market? Yeah, this gentleman worked there. Oh, really? Uh, tell me, sir. Uh, you say you was connected with the market? That's right. Uh, what was your connection? Well, I don't like to mention it. Go ahead. You can tell me. What was you doing? Cleaning up. Uh, do you mind if I ask what you cleaned up? 
Oh, about 5,000 fish a day. 5,000? What did you do with these 5,000 fish? Threw them away. You threw them away? Yeah, all except the fins. What did you do with the fins? Oh, I just handed them out for the kids to play with. (laughs) Eddie, the guy is loaded. Look, tell me, J.E., why did you leave the stock exchange? The stock exchange? I'm talking about the Fulton Fish Market. The fish market. Eddie, throw this imposter out. (laughs) Come along, mister. Kind, generous old Archie wants to kick you out. (laughs) Wait a minute, Eddie. I got a scheme, man. Gentlemen... How would you all like to step up to the bar for a round of free booze? Uh, Just a minute. Uh, What about you, sir? You seem to be shaking your head no. Uh, You don't drink? That's right. May I ask why? I got an ulcer. Eddie, we got the millionaire. (laughs) Just a minute. Now, just because he got an ulcer don't mean he's a millionaire. Oh, no? When you're a millionaire, you got money, ain't you? And when you got money, you got dames. And when you got dames, you got worries. And when you got worries, you got ulcers. <laughs> now, let me back to the guy here. Uh, sir, uh, it gladdens me heart that you people came here tonight. It does something to me. It stirs up a real warm glow inside of me to realize that I'm making you bums happy. Well, if it gladdens your heart so much, how come you kicked me out of here a little while ago? Oh, that a mere slip of the foot, right, Eddie? <laughs> Yeah, the sort of tongue and shoe. <laughs> yeah, sure, just a boyish prank. But back to kind old me. Uh, sir, I have always been kindly. It started when I was a kid, helping old ladies across the street. Sometimes I'd walk blocks just to find an old lady. But what if she didn't want to cross the street? That was her tough luck. <laughs> That's the thing about kindness. When one has a passion for it, one does not care whom it hurts. Take me. How many day off? I spend hours riding the subway, even when I ain't going nowhere. Just so I can stand up and give some old lady a seat. <laughs> so that's the way I feel about you, sir. I, uh... Bartender, how about a drink? Are you bum? Certainly not. Then beat it. <laughs> uh, as I was saying, take you, for example, sir. Uh, I have a feeling that if we were to look underneath those patches in your pants, that we'd find something very rare. A heart of gold. <laughs> Archie, that's all I wanted to hear. I, I think I owe you an apology. An apology? Yes. I'm not really a bum. I am J. Everett Poindexter, the millionaire. I'm afraid I have never heard of you, sir. But please be our guest. Uh, come on, everybody. Soup's on. Hey, yes, sir. Help yourself, gentlemen. Just a minute. I need a fork. A fork? I don't like to pick up this food with my fingers. You mean you haven't washed your hands? I mean I have. Uh, As I was saying, uh, uh, Mr., uh, what uh, was your name again, sir? Poindexter. Oh, yes. As I was saying, J. Everett, uh, I am always anxious to help the other fella. I'm what they call a philanderer, you know? Love to help people. Now, take that poor downtrodden soul there. Uh, You, sir. uh, Yeah? How would you like me to get a job for you so you can go to work? Work? Please, not while I'm eating. (laughs) You uh, mean you don't want me to get your job? 
What would I want a job for? To support a bum like me? <laughs> Go get lost, you crackpot. <laughs> hmm. The mercy of charity is sometimes strained. <clears throat> but as I was saying, uh, good night, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think he should be with the Notre Dame backfield. As I was saying, uh, Mr. Poindexter, I like to help people, and uh, if I had a little extra wherewithal, uh, say a thousand dollars, I could do no end of good deeds. Archie, who's paying for all this food you're handing out tonight? Well, uh, you see, uh, uh, it, uh, uh, who owns this place? Well, uh, Duffy's the owner and proprietor, but I'm the real figurehead. In other words, Duffy bought this food? Well, uh, yes and no. Uh, hmm. Excuse me. Hello? What, Duffy? What about the bums? Now, look, don't fly into a transom. Now, hold the line a minute, will you? Eddie, uh, take Mr. Poindexter out of earshot. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, Duffy. You coming right down to kick them out? But, Duffy, you can't again. Hello? Hello? Oh, no. Eddie, we've got to work fast. Duffy's coming down. Now, introduce me quick so I can make me charity speech. Huh? Okay, okay. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, honored guests, millionaires. <laughs> And bums. <laughs> I would like to say a few words about our benefactor, Good Archie. In all the years I've known this gentleman, he has always thought of the other fella and how to do him a favor. <laughs> like when there's any work to be done, this kind gentleman always let me do it. <laughs> Why? So Mr. Duffy won't catch me loafing. <laughs> he has always been generous and kind. And now to make a tall story short, I present to you, bum, a man I feel is one of you. <laughs> Mr. Archer himself. Thank you. Uh, Jay Everett and fellow bums, uh, it behooves me to make a long speech at this point, but I'm afraid I ain't got time. However... I find me reward in having you here, and if there is anyone in our monks that feels that some money should be handed out, <clears throat> I say that now is the time for that gentleman to open up his big fat wallet. <laughs> uh, Mr. Poindexter, do you have anything to say at this point? Yes. I'd like to make a slight presentation. Okay, but hurry it up. Friends, tonight I'm going to reward a great humanitarian. That's nice. Look who's in the doorway. Where? Duffy himself. Point extra quick. Give me the thousand bucks. Just a second. Gentlemen, I deem it an honor and a privilege to, de to bestow this token of gratitude upon the man who made this grand evening possible. Uh, thank you. Henry. And so I present this thousand dollars to our good friend, Patrick J. Duffy. That dirty Duffy. Duffy, did you have to come down here tonight? Don't you know that charity begins at home? Yes, it's a hit. Thousands of men have switched to new Benex brushless shave cream. Thousands are discovering that Benex gives them the best shaves they ever had. Mister, it's time you too tried Benex, the new wonder shave with a sensational beard softening formula. Benex brushless leaves your face feeling extra smooth and comfortable. And Benex doesn't clog your razor or drain. But don't take our word for it. Just try Benex yourself. Get a tube at your nearest drug counter. Or we'll send you a big 25-cent tube free. 
Write your name and address on a postcard and mail to Bennex. B-E-N-E-X. Empire State Building, New York 1, New York. Remember, buy Bennex Brushless or get a big 25-cent tube free by writing Bennex, Empire State Building, New York. Hurry, offer limited. It's time now to leave Duffy's Tavern for this evening, but let's meet here again at the same time next Wednesday when our guest will be Cass Daly. Duffy's Tavern is brought to you by Vitalis for well-groomed hair and Truchet, the beforehand lotion. Today, more than ever, the people of the world look to America for leadership. If they find us fighting among ourselves, discriminating against racial and religious groups, these frustrated, tired people will turn to a way of life that we know means war and bondage. Let us Americans demonstrate that men of different races, religions, and national origins can be united in freedom. Let us, by our example, bring a hope and faith in our American way of life so the rest of the world will choose democracy and peace. Each Wednesday, Bristol Myers brings you Duffy's Tavern... And Mr. District Attorney, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.